Welcome to South Jersey Girls. I'm Klein Aliardi. And I'm Elise Notariani. And it's just the two of us today. The youngins are here, which is probably a good thing because this topic is not for the faint of heart. We are talking about ghosts today. Which is one of my favorite topics because I'm, <laughs> I'm a little bit of a weirdo. Not in a morbid way, but no. I think it's very interesting. Of course not. Do you believe in ghosts? Yes. Oh. oh. So, so why? I don't know. I just think that they've been going on for so long in history and we have so many things that just like don't make sense at all. Have, yeah. Have you ever seen a ghost? So I have three different ghost stories. The first is when I was really young and I was walking upstairs and I just remember feeling like there was somebody in the like entryway to the the staircase to the third floor. And it just like, I just like knew my grandpa was there. It wasn't a weird thing. It wasn't something that like I was scared of or I saw something. I just, for some reason was like, oh, my grandpa's there. And I walked upstairs. I didn't think about it again. So that's the first one. And then that same thing happened again at my boyfriend's house. And I remember looking in the mirror, like fixing my hair. And it was the same situation where there was somebody standing on the staircase behind me. And it was just like a guy- it was an older middle-aged guy. Oh my God. And it was another one of those things that didn't feel weird because I just knew, I just knew there was somebody there the same way that like if his sister had walked up the stairs and yeah, exactly the same. Well, that's how it felt. And I immediately forgot about it. And I just never, I never mentioned it to anyone until a couple months later when his mom mentioned the exact same thing. And that's when I was like, oh my God, it was a ghost. Because the guy who sold the house had passed away recently. When that oh my God. Did they move out immediately? No, I mean, there hasn't, there, as far as I know, there hasn't been anything else. Nobody Wait, they're can... still there? Yeah. That, no. The great no, no, no. Once you know <laughs> that you're living with a ghost, you move out of your house. <laughs> well, if it's a benevolent ghost. You move on. No. Well, I remember waking up a handful of times in the middle of the night in my sister's, or in my room, and there was somebody laying in the bed next to me. Like, I look over, I I feel them there. I know they are there. I can see them there. I'm positive that there is somebody. It's never happened anywhere except that one room in my parents' old house. Oh, that's weird. I hate to say this, but that makes me think it's that room and not you. I know. Right? So I am on, um, this has nothing to do with that, but somehow I've stumbled into witch TikTok. I'm all about it. Are, is this like a, they dress up? No, it's not costumes. Like they're no, they're no, they're witch- just witches. Yeah. yeah, we've got the the native witches and the um the green witches and death oh. witches. And what are green witches like? Environmentally kind of- friendly? Well, I don't know if it's environmentally friendly or as much as like they connect with or they oh, feel connect with plants, like the earth and earth. Yeah, the earth. Interesting. I think. Hmm. Um, I could I could have all these witches natural because I've said the wrong thing. <laughs> but I've fallen into witch TikTok and a lot of them are like, they'll talk about, you know, I didn't realize I had these gifts or like, I thought maybe like there was some weird things growing up and then in like my twenties or something, it all really clicked. So I'm wondering if I'm at the this age is your now, time. I'm going to find out that I'm low key a witch. <laughs> oh my God. I There's hope no so. At least I really that. hope so. So you haven't said, do you believe in ghosts? I don't know. I, th- I I think part of the, my hesitation is also that I've never like tested it. I've never pushed it because if I did and I saw something, I know <laughs> that I would like not be able to live life for several months afterwards. Like that would be all I could think about. And I think I would have nightmares. 
Really? Yeah. What are your feelings on the Jersey Devil? Isn't there, is there a story about Napole- Napoleon's brother lived in South Jersey, right? Like the general? Yeah. What? I'm pretty sure that his brother- Hold on. I mean, keep talking, but like, I need to look that up. Yeah, please confirm this, but I'm pretty sure that his oh my God. brother moved to New Jersey and is one of the first people to- Oh my God. One of the major people to report on the Jersey Devil. I don't know how much I trust this website. It's called AmericanFolklore.net. Love it. Um, but they say he was hunting alone in the woods and he spotted something strange. Oh, strange tracks. Oh, when he turned around, he found himself face to face with a large winged creature with a horse-like head and bird-like legs. Okay, so he literally saw the Jersey Devil. His brother's out there conquering the world and yeah, seriously, hanging out in the pond. <laughs> I mean, really, if your brother is Napoleon, like, I think you just have to go to Jersey. And and, and you have to have some kind of good story when you come home. True. Because no one what you're doing. Oh, my God. Your brother's, like, you know, conquering these other countries. No one's going to care about you unless you've seen the devil. Maybe the Jersey devil is all made up and he made it up oh so God, that he wouldn't seem this? like such a loser. I think we cracked this. Yeah. No place is, is complete without their own ghost stories i think that's absolutely true i would consider a place very boring if they didn't have weird history why do i feel like you did research on like south jersey haunted stuff one of my first articles for the magazine was spooky south jersey but when i was doing research for that article i couldn't do the crazy out there stuff so i wasn't you know writing about the jersey devil i wasn't writing about <laughs> these like crazy ghost stories so i had oh you couldn't send them. people on like a witch hunt no, I couldn't. So it was more it. like Kate May has some haunted, you know, Victorian houses. What's your favorite one? I'm trying to think. I liked writing about the, um, what is it? The Burlington prison? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that is apparently- Wild super- stories. They've done a whole bunch of paranormal investigations on it. And to the point where they, I think, offer paranormal investigations every like Friday and Saturday night. I just saw that. I was on their website because I was like doing research on this stuff. And they were like, if you want to book the prison for a paranormal investigation, call us here. And I was just like, huh? Should I bring up my weird obsession with cemeteries? Sure. So I've always been weirdly obsessed with cemeteries. And again, not in a, not in a morbid way, but I just think they're Yeah, really- just because you say it's not in a morbid way doesn't mean it's not in a morbid way. <laughs> Well, I, I think they're so interesting. I, I'm interested in the people because also they're really pretty. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very peaceful. But... I'm fascinated by the the stories that come from yeah. that. Have you seen, um, have you gone to Walt Whitman's grave? No, I haven't. You should go. That's on my list. Is so, it yeah. really on your list? Do you have a list of cemeteries? Yeah. Elise, come on. I mean, I don't write it down and like check them off, but yeah, I definitely have a list of places that I'd like to go. Okay. I think they're neat. That's different from cemeteries. As long as- No, when I say places, I mean cemeteries. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's, that's, we'll pretend that that's normal. <laughs> no one's going to like me after this. You're going to be like, you're a weirdo. No, but you're going to be really popular with the witch TikTok, so. I hope There's a that. cemetery t- TikTok. Is there? Ooh, if there's not, you should start it. I'm in. You know there are people who would follow you on that, 100%. If you are listening to this and you like cemeteries, send Elise a message. She's at Elise Notariani on Instagram. Tell her where to go. I will start a cemetery TikTok. 
I'm here with psychic medium and ghost hunter Craig McManus. He has written several books on the haunted history of Cayman and leads ghost tours at the Shore Town uh, in between channeling sessions with his clients. How are you doing, Craig? I'm doing great. Good. How have you been doing in lockdown, let's call it? What, what have you been up to? Well, you know, I, I actually started many years ago doing phone sessions for clients. And I just backtracked and I went, you know, back for a couple months to, you know, channeling via Zoom or on the phone. Is doing the reading over Zoom or over the phone, does it make it different than doing it in person? No, you know, the spirits aren't restricted by location like we are. They just, they right. pop back. That's very helpful for, for lockdown. <laughs> Can you tell us when you first realized that you had this gift? Well, I think I've had the gift my whole life because it runs down family lines, um, which is typical for many people that have psychic ability. If you trace it back, someone had the ability. Problem is a lot of people didn't talk about it. In my case, my dad used to say from when I was very young that things would just pop into his head. Um, you know, he the images, black and white images, or have a feeling about things. Um, later in life, my mom would talk about, oh, that, that tree's going to fall down. And I would say, mom, that tree's been, been blowing like that for 30 years in the wind. And I'd get a call that night and the tree would have fallen down. So I think I got it from two family lines, mother and father's side. So, because I'm just thinking, like my mom all the time talks about these um, dreams that she'll have that when someone has died, who's like a family friend, and then she'll have a dream with something really specific that seems to be from that person. Does right. that mean I should see if I can tap into my psychic ability? <laughs> you know, my mom and dad both had components of it. Right. But are, there are families that, you know, one, per, one sibling has it and the others don't. Got it. Um, so on my dad's side, his grandfather, who was from, he was born in Sweden, came over mm -hmm. here at a young age. Um, he had psychic ability. My dad's first cousin worked as a medium. But she, and I asked her once, why, why didn't you ever tell me that? She said, oh, people think it's strange. You know, we, we don't really like to talk about it. What do you say to skeptics? Do you try to convince them? Yeah, I mean, that's my world. The only thing that will convince a skeptical person is firsthand experience, mm -hmm. whether it's being in a haunted place and having an experience with a ghost or attending a channeling session and having something come through that's just so specific. Speaking of hauntings, uh, you do a lot of work with Kate May. I believe you've called it your second home, which I love to hear because I'm obsessed with Kate May. What makes Kate May so prime for you know all of those haunted activities? Overall, Kate May just seems to be a magnet for huh. surviving personalities that don't want to leave, whether it's unfinished business or they just enjoy the energy as much as we do. Do you have any kind of favorite stories that you have heard or experienced maybe? A place called the Sea Holly Inn. Mm -hmm. This was a place that on the third floor, the ghost of a woman would be experienced only by the men staying there. They'd smell her perfume. They'd feel her sit on the bed. There were all kinds of interesting stories. Wow. And the women that would stay in the same room would experience a child seeing a child, um, feeling a child shake the bed, hearing a child's voice. And one night when I was laying in bed, 
something woke me up and I, I started I started to say, what, what is that? And I fell back asleep. It was early in the morning, so the sun was coming up. And something got on the bed, pressed down on the bed. I could feel the covers go next to me. There was no one else in the bed. And it woke me to the point where I, I sort of froze. I opened my eyes slowly and this young child, a girl, had sort of transparently been like looking at me like hands on the mat and pulled back really fast, just rolled back, disappeared, like a fireball would go out. She wow. Just, she was not solid, not wispy, somewhere in between. And at the same time I opened my eyes, I could hear this, <laughs> like this giggle. And uh -huh. then I saw that second. So that night, I had an EMF meter. Now I don't put a lot of faith in EF, EMF meters because you know they're they're meant to pick up electromagnetic fields and walls and you know mm -hmm. anything set them off. This was the one time that that EMF meter really worked. I set it on the bed and I said, "Is anyone here? Is anyone here?" And all of a sudden, I started getting this cold feeling, and I that doesn't bother me. Cold spot. That's actually good. <laughs> okay. Cold okay. Spot. Then. I hear this, you know, the meter had a, a sound you could sit in. I hear this, ee, ee, and wow. I look at the meter and the meter goes from zero up to five, six, seven, six, seven. And I said, are you there? And then it went back down to nothing. And I left it there for another hour, never did another thing. That kind of experience to me is, is what makes the hunt work. Right, right. However, I love investigating for ghosts, but not when I'm asleep. I do not want to have experiences when I'm sleeping. The shop is closed. Yeah. Three or four experiences in Cape May where something that felt like, you know, a body got into bed next to me, pushed the whole mattress down, pulled the covers tight, and I couldn't even turn to the point where I was facing this way. It was against my back. It's the first thing that distracted me was I felt something, and then one of my pillows went over my head to the floor to the right. Oh and my I thought, God. I thought, my arms are on my right. What did I do to <laughs> launch a pillow? You know, it was like one of those little bed pillows. Wow. And then I went to I went to look on the floor next to me and that's where all of a sudden I heard this eh, 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 and this not only the mattress, but the covers are tightening mm -hmm. down. So now I have, you know, I could get away. But and I waited. I called to <coughs> I called to Willie in the other room and and he goes, you're dreaming. I said, I'm not dreaming. I'm wide oh awake. Something is in the bed. And with that, it went, boom, it lifted up and was gone. That was a startling experience. Yeah, um, because that's a slightly frightening experience. Should people be afraid of ghosts and spirits? Well, you know, historically, there isn't a documented case of a real ghost hurting a living being. In Cape May, I would have to say most of the places that I've investigated, the spirits are benevolent. They, hmm. they want to peacefully coexist. They're there because right. they want to stay, they want to finish things, they like it. We become what's haunting them. I mean, I think, think about it, you know, spirit ghost is there for 150 years, sometimes right. May. How many people with psychic ability are gonna come into that house saying, I know you're here, give me a song. Right. right somebody screaming at them you know yeah ghosts must be pretty damn sick of it you do um ghost walks in cape may for people uh it's on my bucket list of things i need to do when i go down the shore what can people expect what do you tell people to be ready for when they're with you 
when I take people out on my ghost tours, we do not go into the houses or the buildings. We'll stand in front of them. Um, and I'll talk about my experiences with that location. And then I'll relate what others have told me. And also, I'll put history into the lecture. I think history is very important because a lot of it gets forgotten. But you need to know the backstory, what's making this, this surviving personality stay behind. Why won't it leave? Who was he or she in life? You know, so Brit, there's there's ghosts of dogs and ghosts of cats too. Interesting. Have you ever come in contact with one of those? Oh yeah, there's there's actually so um, at Columbia House. So people had reported over the years of seeing a ghost cat inside, a black cat. Well, huh. as research, um, I found out that three owners ago they had a cat named Alex, and I was staying in the second floor suite about three o'clock. I feel something jump on the bed, walking around. Well, I had a cat at that point. And at three o'clock in the morning, when you wake up, you forget your day. I'm thinking right. here. So I'm looking around. I'm, I'm reaching for my cat to tell it to lie down, you know, because that's what I do. I can't lie down. It's three o'clock in the morning. And I put my hand right through the air. There's no cat there. Well, I could hear the purring. And I woke up. It was, this is an embarrassing moment in my ghost hunting career. <laughs> there were other people staying with me and I screamed, ghost kitty. <laughs> That's amazing. It felt like a cat. <laughs> a cat. It just didn't look like a cat because it was invisible. Uh, you're, you're like blowing my mind. When is your next tour? Well, I'm, they are now sold out because, and uh, we have to limit the number because of COVID, but it's uh, uh, October 16th and 17th, I believe, Friday and Saturday. And um, I'm going to be doing three walking tours and midnight at the Physic Estate, which is sort of mm. a seance ghost tour of the old Emlyn Physic Estate, which has a lot of energy. All right. Well, thank you so much. I'm glad that I have my agenda now for when I visit. Thanks to Craig McManus for joining us today. Elise, if he hosted a ghost hunt, would you go with me? Because I need company on that. I'm not doing that by myself. Yeah, I might need you to hold my hand, but I would absolutely go. <laughs> okay, good, good. Well, thanks for joining us this week. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. And if you like what you're hearing, leave us a review. And if you have a cemetery TikTok, shoot me an email at elise at sjmagazine.net. Subject line, here's my dead people. Oh, okay. Because yeah, that won't get flagged. <laughs> no, probably not. Totally normal. On that note, we'll see you guys later. Goodbye. Bye.